0: Alright, it is time for another episode of the Snapele Podcast. It's that time of the week, and I'm reporting to you live. Um, at yeah, my weather report is basically it's dark outside, and it doesn't seem to be raining, because the whole week, we experienced pretty bad thunderstorms, like, actual storms with thunder. And it was really bad thunder, like, it would spook me, spook to death, not gonna lie. Yeah, I was shaking in my little shell, because I'm a snail, (laughs) haha, funny. (laughs) <laughs> yeah i was shaking in my shell shelling scale s- scale scaled scared shellless. I i need to stop with this I, need- <laughs> I just started the podcast and i already need to stop but yeah it's dark outside and it doesn't seem to be raining with background noise so that's good like you're happy to hear me doing well you know <laughs> but yeah if we're gonna keep talking about the rain then Yeah, it was a pretty long series of storms. Like, I'm trying to figure out how many times it's rained this week because I honestly don't really keep track of the events of the week since I usually talk about what happened to me throughout the week. Um, Yeah, I don't really keep track of that well anymore. So I can just say with certainty that at some point I took a nap and I started hearing thunder and when I woke up it was still raining Except it was dark outside, and it was raining, and the thunder kept just booming. I don't know what kind of sound, what kind of verb the thunder is assigned. Making thunder? The thunder is just there, thundering. It's crackalacking. Actually, at one point it did sound like it was crackalacking, Like, right above my head. Just lacking And I wasn't really feeling crackalacking because I'm not scared, I'm not a coward. I'm no chicken, I'm a snail. <laughs> um. But sometimes thunderstorms really be spooking, you know? Sometimes they're scary. So, yeah, it was thundering. Not really lightninging, I don't think. Yeah, I don't think there was much lightning. It was just thunder. Oh, actually, I do remember seeing, like, uh, a flash. And it was thunder. I expected a huge... No, it, it wasn't thunder. Thunder doesn't make light. It was lightning. And I expected a huge... Just like, bang, kaboom, zap kind of taste. i <laughs> am making ratatouille references, I'm sorry. But, no, it surprised me. But the thing is... One, the thunderstorms tended to be very long with like a lot of rain. Which really made me thankful that I'm staying at home and not outside because I could have been caught outside, I could have been coming back home from school and caught in a horrible rainstorm, which has happened already once. So, yeah, I could tell a story about that. So I was just coming back home from school. It was, I think it was like four because I had to stay back. Um, so, yeah, me and my sister was, were coming back from school. And I thought we would make it because we usually take the public bus home. So, yeah, it's a bit of a walk from my house to the bus station that we usually like leave on. So get out on. My English isn't in the best shape today, so it's very hybrid and I don't think it's very grammatically correct So please bear with me. Snail with me. (laughs) Um, uh, So yeah, I thought we were gonna make it because at that point it was already pretty clear to me Even though the skies weren't clear because the skies weren't clear It was clear to me that it was gonna rain and it was gonna rain hard and I could already feel little droplets of rain and I don't think it was even like a hundred or two hundred meters, which isn't really that much. I can't say how much that is in feet because I don't know that system like miss me, I'm not gonna try and measure that with feet. I don't know how many steps it would take me. Are feet technically steps, but yeah, so it was very it was a very brief walk from where we were where we where the rain started falling to where we basically got stranded. So there's this little store slash outdoor patio area where at some point in the day they set up a little chicken rice stand for lunch. So yeah, the stand had already finished up business because like I said, it was 4 p.m. But there's still people around. So they saw me and my sister strangled, no dear, Uh, Stranded there for the time being until the rain calmed down Because I was dumb. I forgot to bring my umbrella, which is really foolish Um, But yeah, most of the time I do have an umbrella. Okay, maybe not most of the time 40% of the time I have an umbrella and That day was one of those 60% I didn't have an umbrella. So at worst I would just have to wait it out or I don't know, ask my mom to pick me up, because to pick us up, it's not just about me, because, yeah, she's gonna come home from work soon, so might as well grab a lift, take a ride, (laughs) get a lift, I am, yeah, my English, just, yeah, failing snailing, snailing fails in English live, wow, so yeah, but the people from the chicken rice stand, they were really nice, and the chicken rice uncle, that's just what I refer to we just call the people at chicken rice stands chicken rice uncles so the chicken rice uncle he was so kind bless his soul he lented his umbrella to us and we got home safely and the next day I, I actually lost the umbrella at school <laughs> so I had it with me in the morning but I forgot to take it uh, to class with me so it was just somewhere in the hall in like the in like the dining hall the canteen so Yeah, I had to go around asking people if they'd seen an umbrella. (laughs) I found it eventually, and we gave it back to the chicken rice uncle on our way back home. And, yeah, that's a very wholesome story. It just, it's very sweet. And to this day, I still remember the chicken rice uncle. I hope he's doing well. I hope he's making that sweet, delicious chicken rice back home. It's really good. And, like, he sold it pretty cheap. I think it was... Yeah, it was a little over a U.S. dollar's worth. So, yeah, cheap. (laughs) And it's a really wholesome meal. (laughs) Look at me just talking about chicken rice. I just miss it, you know? I can't have outside food much because we're all still staying at home. And every time I go outside, I just... I apparently go outside just to feel bad about myself because I tend to overeat while I'm outside. Like... I really feel bad about myself at the end of the day because me and my mom, we just get a lot of snacks and just food, drinks from outside, and that's a lot of calories, ma'am. So, yeah, it doesn't make me feel good about myself most of the time. <laughs> like that time I tried cheesesteak, it's always something like that. I get cheesesteak or like bubble tea, or rather boba. I get that and That stuff has a lot of calories. The last time I went outside, I wanted to get those fluffy pancakes. But they were out of stock. So I got ice cream instead. And you know what? Ice cream has a lot of calories as well. So I can't win. So I'm just trying to eat well or at least eat little at home. I'm actually cooking some good stuff at home. like. I'm experimenting with cooking. I talked about cooking a while ago. I, I think even in the previous episode, I talked about cooking, but it wasn't directly me cooking. It was my family cooking in general. Like, my mom and my sister were just involved in with, mac- with macking, making ratatouille. Imagine if you mad mac and cheese, like macking the cheese, <laughs> mac the cheese. That's, that sounds ominous. <laughs> I've actually probably only had mac and cheese, like, you know, the one in the little... Bowl thing that you put in the microwave. I probably only had that once in my life. Yeah it was because Everyone that I knew was just telling me that mac and cheese was a godsend. It was God's gift to earth and uh, Okay, I wanted to try that and Don't hit me don't at me, but I don't really get the hype like I think that my own pasta just with cheese grated on top, it tastes so much better than that. Like, it's homemade, and I would bet that there's less calories. Oh my god, poor snailing. Her mind is just centered around calories. Oh. It really do be like that. So, yeah, I'm just cooking stuff at home. Today I cooked... I cooked a lot of things today. Like, a lot by my measurements, because usually I would only cook like once a day if I really had to. Actually... Two is two is a reasonable number because I would cook myself breakfast and I would cook myself lunch and I'd probably skip out on dinner. Yeah, most of the time I don't eat dinner because I'm trying to eat less at home <laughs> so I can afford to eat more outside, you know? You get me? Or just, you know, leaving quarantine, leaving my house finally with a nice body, you know? That would be nice. So that's basically what I'm doing. But my point is cooking. Today I made... Yeah, I made curry fish. I had some curry sauce. I know it's meant for chicken and I was meant to use, I was meant to cook potatoes in that and use some coconut milk. I even did have coconut milk at home. I just thought that I would overdo the sauce and that it would just be some form of soup. And I don't really like soup. Like, I don't mess around with soup when it comes to cooking. I don't cook soup. That's stuff that my mom or grandma does. Like, they cook soup. They boil things. The most I'm going to boil is pasta. Like, that's just how I roll. That's my preference in cooking. Because, like, see, my mom, she really likes to boil stuff or bake stuff because it requires little attention. But for me, I find cooking to be most interesting when it requires my full undivided attention. Like when I need to cut stuff or put stuff in the pan and just stir it. I don't know. It feels like, it feels like someone actually needs me or something actually needs my care. Because if I don't pay attention to it, it's going to turn out bad. And sometimes it turns out bad even if I do pay attention to it. But I still got to suck it up and eat it. <laughs> sometimes it would be literally slurping, but I don't think. That's happened in a while, unless it was intentional. So, and I don't make soup. So, see, it's been a while since I failed at cooking completely. So, that's good. But back to my story or basically update or whatever I'm talking about, even curry fish. It was good. I put some leftover rice in it because usually I don't know how to store rice to keep it fresh. Like, I need to treat it in some way for it to be actually good or else it's just gonna be warm and dry if I just put it in the microwave and it sticks together too so I'm just basically warming up blocks of rice which isn't something I enjoy eating so yeah I just really like fresh food that's why it's easy for me to fry stuff and plus it's interesting so it doesn't really take that much time because how much time can you really spend frying something I think when it comes to meat Then meat is prepared much more quickly than it is in, say, an oven, which is what my mom prefers, or the same cooking pot, like, for boiling stuff, or steaming. I think steaming takes a super long time. I've never really tried it, but yeah. So I put some rice in it, and I had some rice with fish and curry. It was lit. I liked it. My mom didn't get any because she was at work and my sister doesn't like spicy stuff, so I had to eat all of it myself. That's why I skipped dinner today. <laughs> but for dinner, I had for dinner I made fresh rice and I made some tofu, like some spicy tofu. My mom got hot sauce just for that. And I had some mushrooms and I had leek. Yeah, I had leeks in it. I think leeks are a type of onion. Yeah, I would classify it as an onion. It made me cry when I cut it. If it makes you cry, then it's an onion. I don't care if you're cutting up a live chicken, if it makes you cry, it's still an onion. You need to classify the chicken as an onion. It is now a chicken (laughs) yin. Yeah, a chicken yin. That should be my new species, vegetable chickens. (laughs) I think that sounds really bad. It makes me a very cruel person but yeah I made some lit tofu I'm not sure what my mom thought of it I should have asked her but my grandma said it looked good I sent her a picture (laughs) and I sent a picture to my friend so she said it looked epic can I get a yes chef bless you if you actually said it (laughs) so yeah but I also think that cooking fish is scary because, okay, the most experience I've had with fish is one time I roasted fish and the other time I fried fish. That was my only two experiences cooking fish. I'm very inexperienced in the art of cooking so please don't... Yeah, don't bully me. I'm learning, okay? I'm learning to cook. And I'm enjoying it. See? That's what matters. And I'm enjoying my own cooking. I'm enjoying both the process and the, the result. The product so yeah I like that and yeah I was talking about fish the thing is when you cook fish it turns out super soft because the thing is when you cook chicken or any other kind of meat I think when you cook that you you can basically tell when it's ready because um yeah because you start out with a pretty firm not block but piece of meat Yeah, you start off with a firm piece of meat. Please don't take this out of context. Firm piece of meat. And eventually, if you cook it, and if you cook it right, it turns out tender. Like, generally, it's supposed to be tender. If it's still firm when you cook it, I'm concerned about you and your culinary skills. That's not prowess. (laughs) What I'm doing is prowess. No. I mean, yeah, so even if you... Take steak, for example. Okay, I think steak is a bad example because beef is generally just a firm meat. But, yeah. The thing is, it's very easy to tell when a steak is medium rare or rare, aka not cooked at all. (laughs) Like, especially if you slice it. But with fish? I was cooking fish with curry this time, so I was really not sure if I was doing it right or if it was cooked, so... If I ended up eating raw fish, that would be on me. But the thing is, when you unfreeze, when you defrost a frozen piece of fish, because let me say again, I have only ever cooked frozen fish, not fresh fish, because I think, mm, yeah, I'm not really good with picking out fish. So I can't really say I'm, I don't have, you could say I'm a fish out of water with that in that regard. (laughs) it's it's not even a good analogy I'm very sorry to subject you to this but yeah the thing is it's always soft so it's a gamble if you get salmonella salmonella from salmon no but the fish I cooked was a dory fish so (laughs) haha eat that literally eat that yes I'm on a roll (laughs) culinary jokes yes So yeah, cooking fish is scary in that regard. Because I'm fine with cooking fish for myself. But if I have to cook fish for someone else, I do not want to be held liable. That's the thing with cooking meat. If you cook anything else, like tofu. Tofu is very safe because you you can eat it raw. That's actually a dish. There's tofu pudding. Just tofu and some syrup. And it's called pudding. I'm sorry if you know the recipe and I just butchered it. And it's much more complicated than it looks like. But it's just raw tofu. You can eat tofu raw because it's plants. Plants can't hurt you. Plants don't have the bacteria to hurt you. But meat, even if it's cooked, it could still hurt you in a way. My sister won't go to Nando's still because (laughs) we went there once and yeah, her stomach basically disagreed with her. So she ended up getting food poisoning, I think. So that's unfortunate for her. But that, that was a while ago. She's doing okay now, but she still has this thing against Nando's. (laughs) my mom actually told her friend yeah she bragged about me to her friend about how i cooked her uh, spicy tofu because she likes spicy tofu she really likes it when i make tofu (laughs) i'm just painting myself as like oh i'm such a great daughter (laughs) no but like she likes tofu i like tofu too and i'm gonna have that tomorrow as a leftover so she got fresh tofu she got fresh rice good for her i'm very happy for her (laughs) <laughs> and I'm very happy that she has me to cook it for her because like I said, she doesn't like uh, frying stuff herself but yeah, her friend he said that he bought tofu and it's the worst thing he'd ever tried and I'm just actually we're both like sir, sir, did you cook the tofu? actually that's, that's a bad question because tofu is good even if it's raw I would eat raw tofu like when I cut up the tofu to fry it today I'm just going to talk about tofu the whole day. It's a Snapele podcast, but it's about tofu. (laughs) It's good. What can I say? And it's healthy. It's healthy for you. And it's good. It's good for you. (laughs) How many times am I going to say it? Yeah, he didn't like tofu. And I guess, fair enough. Like, I can accept that, except I can't. You know? (laughs) And I guess he doesn't have... Anyone to cook the tofu for him, like cook the tofu nicely, like me, with some spring onion or leek, with some mushrooms and hot sauce. Mmm, delicious. (laughs) But yeah, so actually when my mom bragged about me to him, like, oh, my daughter made me tofu. He said that I was fake. Like he joked that I was a fake daughter (laughs) or a fake person because he would never subject anyone he loves to tofu and i just it's not my fault she brought me the ingredients and she asked me to cook and i did it, <laughs> it it's not my fault but yeah it was just funny to see how this man has a tofu vendetta should i say a vegan <laughs> because vegans really like tofu a vegan detta. he wants to get his raw venge. Yes! <laughs> this is lit. I am truly on a roll. But yeah, back to... I'm, I'm just gonna take a step away to highlight some more differences between me and my mom. Not just the cooking thing. Even though I think I am going to go back to that. Just because I have an idea about what to talk about later. So, another thing that makes me different from my mom is (laughs) how, yeah, my sister was giving our cats food. They they were not allowed to eat the tofu, sadly. I don't know why, like, my mom's so cruel. Should I just report her to PETA? Don't report me to PETA. I do not want to feed my cats tofu. Cats can have a little spicy tofu, (laughs) like salami, but I wouldn't even feed salami to my cats. It's just, I would eat it myself because I'm selfish. (laughs) i'm shellfish (laughs) if we're talking about fish but yeah so my sister was giving our cats food and (laughs) she was like oh you got food what are you supposed to say and i was gonna reply to her in a high-pitched tone as if answering for my cat thank you i was gonna say that but at the same time my mom said go away (laughs) and i just yeah, there's only two ways you can react to uh, get, getting food. And I would prefer you said thank you if I cooked you food, just instead of go away. Thank you, please be considerate and nice. But yeah, apparently there really are just two people in the world. It's just like they say in BoJack Horseman. like It's a whole thing for them to care to, to categorize someone as either a Zoe or a Zelda. Like one of them is kind of cynical, dark, I would say, but the other is very optimistic and cheerful in general, so I can understand that. I would call myself the more cheerful girl because I don't remember which one is Zoe and which and which one is Zelda. I really don't, but what I can say about Bojack Horseman that show just. Every time I sit down, every time the intro plays, the funky music, that's even what the Netflix subtitles say. Funky music plays, or is it a beat? I don't know. Funky beat, funky music, it plays, the intro plays, and I already feel the dread building up in my system. <laughs> and there's even more dread because, you know, BoJack Horseman is a pretty dark show. Like, <laughs> they're very cynical at times, I would say. But, you know, I enjoy that. Yeah, I, I, I really like to subject myself to that sort of thing, I guess. But it's just, it's just very real, you know? Even though half the show's cast are animals, it, it feels very real. And it invokes dread because, like, the characters, they can be very mean to each other and basically do the wrong thing but that's kind of what people do sometimes and you know what it's just really about how yeah you don't feel bad because you're attached to the characters and you care about them and you're worried that they may have just ruined their life with a remark or something or an action no it's because you imagine yourself in that position and you think that sometimes it's that someday it could happen to you that you can ruin your own life like that. And that's just really selfish. It's very selfish to think about. So, yeah, it's a very deep show. It's quite depressing. And I'm only, uh, I'm only basically finished with season one. There's six seasons, I think. So, yeah, my, my friend Toto, she's helping me keep track of the content. like my progress with the show and she says that it's gonna break me so if you find me just stopping podcasting sometime within three months I'm not sure when I'll be up to season three even because I have a very I have no discipline when it comes to watching shows or even anime right now it's just not something I enjoy or want to do yeah I just watch YouTube videos while I draw basically, that's how my days go. But um, yeah, Bojack Horseman is depressing, let's move on to the next topic. Uh, Yeah I said I was going to draw because I actually have an idea uh, of a video I could do. It's just going to be me drawing and I'm going to show off my snail stone, I'm going to turn on a cam and I'm going to basically be myself. because. You know, I really like that YouTubers have this vibe and they have the opportunity to just be vibing in their videos. It's what I want to do. I know I'm vibing on the podcast, but I'd really like to pour my soul into like, editing. Editing a video is also something I really enjoy. And I don't do much editing with my podcast because, one, it's, the episodes are 40 minutes at a time, 40-50 minutes. It's not something I want to tackle and mess around with. I only really add special effects if I need it. Like if I accidentally say a swear word, which is not something I want to do on the podcast just yet. Or if... Yeah, or if I want to cut out a mistake I made, if I just stumble and I can't speak suddenly, it just happens to me. It's not that I can't speak. I make sounds. It's just that the sounds don't make sense. I just speak gibberish. So... Yeah, but I also add music at the end, and I'm going to add music in the beginning. I added music in the beginning if you're listening, hopefully, if I don't disappoint myself. Um, <clears throat> so, uh, yeah, I just really want an opportunity to vibe on camera, on video, so it's, that's what I'm going to do. I'm just going to be drawing and vibing, so I hope you guys are going to be looking forward to that, and... Uh, Oh, another thing I wanted to do recently, or I've been trying to do, is play a song by ear. Like, it's, it's quite difficult because I usually rely on sheet music. Oh, it takes me back to a time when uh, me and my friend group, basically in our Discord server, because there are just so many people, I don't even know half the people in the server anymore. But, yeah, back then, they had a whole fight we all had a whole fight over whether or not uh, it's better to play by ear or with sheet music because you know proper quote unquote proper musicians play with sheets and it's very easy for me because the music is already there I don't need to create anything I don't need to add anything from myself I just need to master what's already written I need to read it and I need to play and I like that it's yeah because I don't really know harmonies really well I can't pick out chords to back up a melody well and that's what I've been trying to do so yeah I've been trying to play line without a hook it's a song by Ricky Montgomery it's kind of an indie song so oh I remember when I first discovered line without a hook I was on my way to school (laughs) <laughs> I was trying to get a specific song to play, I think. Or I just let a song play. I think the song in question was Lemon Boy by Cave Town. Lemon Boy is a good song. But then, Line Without Hook played on Spotify. Like I put Shuffle. Actually, I still had the peasant version because I, later I ended up figuring out how to download premium. <laughs> Don't snitch on me, please. <laughs> yeah. I just I'm stingy like that don't make fun of me please thank you so the point is Spotify pleasantly surprised me after Lemon Boy it played line without a hook just two L songs and I and I am just a line without a hook that was me I I was hooked on the song (laughs) I was playing it on repeat because it just captivated me so much it's so dynamic it's yeah, it's so chill it really gets me feeling so yeah it's definitely a song I find myself listening to often oops someone slammed the door I don't know it's it's nighttime as I'm recording this and I don't know my family might just be out and about I'm sorry for any background noise but back to the story I was consumed by that song that song blew me away <laughs> and I shared it with I shared it with my friend Nora Again, I'm referencing her in the podcast. But, you know, she's just an irreplaceable part of my life. She is someone that I can just... Always turn to. One of the few people. And, yeah, she's totally fine with me talking about it. I'm totally fine about talking about it. I'm totally fine with my mom listening about it. So, yes, Nora is a great person. (laughs) But, yeah, I shared the song with her i was just like after school i sent her the message because we can't use our phones during the school period we actually have to turn them into our teachers in the morning in homeroom before our classes actually start so yeah but after the school day ended i sent her a link i was like listen to this and she was like bro <laughs> so yeah we both like the song and the thing is It's such a niche song. I don't think many people even know about Ricky Montgomery, and if they do, it's always that his song about December or Mr. Loverman or something, or even Snow. It's never a line without a hook, but I think that's his best song. (laughs) So, and all of the covers I see on YouTube are on the ukulele or guitar, which one are not instruments I own. And two are not instruments I play. I used to play the guitar because I had a classmate that was super into guitar and he's entirely self-taught except he has he kind of has a superiority complex yeah he thinks of himself as a god or like an expert musician and it makes me cringe I hope he's not listening to this Uh, I hope he doesn't have enough of English comprehension skills to listen to this but you suck bro I'm sorry to break it to you (laughs) oof I just roasted a kid on my podcast (laughs) it's not even a kid he's older than me but yeah thing is he's just so arrogant about everything he does but the podcast isn't about him I'm not gonna give people I'm not gonna give negative people the spotlight on my positive show you know I'm just gonna talk about how I don't like guitars so yeah um it just requires I think it requires more Diligence or patience to learn to play something on piano, which is why I like piano guys more than guitar guys. <laughs> Look at me just mm. <laughs> thinking about that one person, you know. But <laughs> yes, hi, if you're listening, you know who you are. <laughs> um, but yeah, thing is, guitars. Guitars, I like to play chords on them, but I don't really like playing the melody. On the strings which is kind of the purpose of any musical instrument so yeah if I don't like what the, mu- the what the instrument is made for then I don't know I don't think it's my type of music or instrument rather and plus my mom plays piano so she just kind of got me to play piano <laughs> and I like piano okay piano is cool I'm not an expert like, I really only know a few songs, and I find it super hard to remember how to play a song by heart, to learn a song by heart. And with Line Without a Hook, once again, talking about it, amazing song, go check it out. <laughs> um, with Line Without a Hook, not only is it, like I said, super dynamic, it doesn't really have that much of a re- repeating melody, but the chords are very much the same, I would, I would say. I'm trying to pick out the chords still, but yeah, what I can do, I can play. I I might include that in the podcast, but I'm really lazy to end up converting or just um, transferring the audio file from my phone to my laptop, which is what I'm recording from. Yeah, I'm just lazy to do that, so I'm not gonna, but... Yeah, when I eventually figure out, there's probably going to be a video of me playing it. (laughs) It's going to be the first piano of Line Without a Hook on YouTube. So that's great. First piano cover, I mean. I don't know if I said that. I'm kind of already starting to feel the burnout of consistently talking. So please be patient with me as I just get a grip on my hook, (laughs) on my fishing pole. (laughs) Bruh. So yeah. It's very difficult to play by ear, that's all I'm gonna say. And it's also very difficult to remember how to play songs by heart, and that's what I'm gonna have to do because no one else knows how to play it except me so far. I mean, I'm sure some people have figured it out on their own pianos. There has to be at least someone, but they just didn't record a video of it. Or they have and they didn't upload it, or they uploaded it and deleted it, or something. So, yeah, I really have no reference as to how I'm doing it. I'm just doing it super blind, or deaf rather, (laughs) haha. Yeah, first I laugh at the joke and then I laugh at how the joke made me laugh. That's just how it works. (laughs) Don't ask how my brain works, I don't know. It's wired that way. It's wired really weird it is weird (laughs) it is wildly weird it's as if, yeah, if you tried to if I tried to convert this into text one, it would work really well but you wouldn't be able to read it so it's just a pun lost in medium, I guess so, (laughs) sorry but yeah it's kinda difficult, let me say because I would have to remember how to play it and I would have to figure out the notes but I'm gonna do it because I really love the song so good for that (laughs) but also it also kind of got me thinking about how you know usually when you discover a banger a song you really like from a band or a musician it's so very unique at least for me because I don't want to just remember a whole lot of songs that are the same I want some really unique songs in my library some that really get me feeling you know or that really make an impression on me that's basically what I'm saying so usually you would find that a band or whatever artist they only really have a couple of bangers a couple of good songs so it's very hard for me to like or dislike albums because it's just it's just impossible. I mean, there is this one. I think I can kind of name albums that I like from bands I like. Let's say Fallout Boy. I I like some of the songs in American Psycho. I think that's what the uh what that's what the album was was called. Yeah, that's see that's how disconnected. Oh um, yeah, American Beauty slash American Psycho. That's the album. I'm looking it up on Spotify because. I need that. I can't just be talking about something I don't know. But also, I like Young and Menace, kind of. I don't think I've even listened to the whole thing. Fully Ado is also really good. So, yeah, it's just a mix and match of songs I like from different albums. If someone wanted to buy me an album, I would just say no, because there's definitely songs I don't like in an album, or there's some songs I like outside of the album. So it's really... Yeah, I never really understand how people have favorite albums. Like, Panic at a Disco. Death of a Bachelor is good. That I can give you. But there's also songs I like from other albums. Which, you know, some of the earlier songs. Like, there's a reason these tables are numbered, honey. You just haven't figured it out yet. Yes, that's a full title. (laughs) I love the long titles. That's just amazing. Or I think Fall Out Boy even has this has a song that's titled uh, our lawyer made us change the title so that we don't get sued yeah, it's something like that <laughs> which is amazing and also I heard that for one song, Uma Thurman I hope I'm pronouncing the name right maybe it's Yuma Thurman. you, Uma Thurman you are a Thurman <laughs> Uma Thurman, I'm just gonna call her that wait, I know how it's pronounced because they sing the name I'm just dumb, I'm sorry they sing the name she wants to dance like uma thurman see i but yeah i heard they actually contacted her like the actress to find out if it's okay to use her name in a song much less name the song after her and she said yeah so she's cool because that's a very lit song but yeah my point is sometimes most of the time Because, yeah, really, the only bands I would say that I like most of the music of is Fall Out Boy, Panic of the Disco, and My Chemical Romance. That's some good stuff. I kind of like 21 Pilots. Yeah, I'm very emo and edgy when it comes to music, I would say. I guess. Yeah, that's just how I am. I used to be really into, like, slow songs, like Coldplay. Coldplay is still good. Some of them. So, Yeah. (laughs) But mostly it's just this emo rock, I would say. But that's not the point. Most artists, most new artists anyway for me, uh, I just find out that they only really have one banger, one good song, and the rest is just either average, mediocre, or bad, just not to my liking. Just stylistically different from the song that I liked. which. I guess there is a reason why it blew up, why it's recommended to me or something. So I guess that's part of it. But, you know, why can't musicians be consistently good at content? (laughs) I could say the same for myself. But, oof. Uh, I just roasted myself so hard. But, yeah. Like, Hozier. I'm actually very upset that Hozier doesn't have as many banger songs, like I like "Take Me to Church." I like arsonist Lullaby." I like Angel of Small Death and the coding scene. That's real. Those are really good songs. Hmm. But everything else is just kind of not not my taste because all of them they're both dark and poetic. It's just that I don't know. I don't like them. Cherry wine. I don't know, man. The one that goes, I fall in love just a little, I think it's called Someone New. Just a little more uh, every day with someone new. Yeah, that's that's a good song as well. I hope I don't get copyright claimed. I-, I won't because it's just me not putting any effort into singing the songs. But yeah, all the other songs are just kind of, eh, they're fine. But none hit is, actually I have a confession to make. You know, iconic songs like uh, Take Me to Church and uh, Welcome to the Black Parade? That's not by Hozier, that's by My Chemical Romance, by MCR. I only grew to like them because I listened to them a lot because it was cool to like them. Everyone liked Take Me to Church, so I was like, I I should like it too. And I ended up liking it. (laughs) Same with the Black Parade. Someone told me that it's a good song, and I was like, okay... I guess it's a good song so (laughs) I convinced myself that it's a good song and now I love it so yeah that's kind of how it could work Ricky Montgomery line without a hook that's his peak I kind of like snow as well but mmm nothing hits as hard as line without a hook um oh I remember I was super disappointed by Fur, I think the band was called. Yeah, it's just Fur with all capital letters. There's one song by them I really like. But everything else, plain. Nope. No likey. The one song is, If You Know That I'm Lonely. I I realize that my music taste is just very depressing. I swear, I'm not not a troubled individual, I don't think. But it's okay if you are, and it's okay if you find comfort in those kinds of songs. But... Yeah, it's just... Actually, no, I think it's just easier to find music that's about troubles. People really put their heart and soul into music. And they just convey everything that their heart or soul is dreaming about. No one really writes songs about how happy they are. It's usually to highlight... Okay, maybe there's a song, Happy. Like, because I'm happy and that's an objectively happy song that's a cool song but everything else it's either something morbid in a happy tone which is also something i tend to like it's just very creepy how the tone of the music doesn't match the lyrics and i pay attention to the lyrics when i listen it's not just the melody that or the overall vibe of the song that sells it to me it has to have meaning i'm not gonna this is why yummy sucks that's it (laughs) because the lyrics are trash i I would say that an exception is old town road and dance monkey those are my guilty pleasure song songs (laughs) yeah my guilty pleasure songs (laughs) i'm kind of ashamed to admit admit that i like them because they're just such generally accepted generic songs people are sick of it but i like them so and that's the tea. Just like what you like. And I wonder if musicians have a favorite song. I wonder if Ricky Montgomery's just sitting there one of these days, like, damn, Lime Without a Hook is such a good song. And I would be like, I know, right, Ricky? Please be my friend. <laughs> nah. But yeah, I would just be like, it is a good song, Ricky. You should be proud of it. But he's probably proud of every other song as well. Yeah, I'm not sure how musicians are about their songs. Like if there's a banger, if that song really slaps. Yeah, it's just I wonder if someone actually considers the songs that the song that I think is their best to be one of their worst. Like, imagine him just sitting down and thinking Wow, I really screwed up with Lime Without a Hook. And I would be like, no, Ricky. Ricky, no. <laughs> it's a great song. I love it. Nora loves it too. And that's all that matters. So, yeah, I'm not gonna shade all the other songs. Like, it's not the musician's fault that I don't like the song. It's, it's my fault. It's no one's fault. You're not supposed to like anything. Even if you convince yourself that, you're, that you are, you're not. You can like whatever you want. You can like Pokemon. You can like Evangelion. I don't know. You could like JoJo's like me. Like the cool kids do. (laughs) I'm joking. Um, You could like... You could even like Justin Bieber for all I know. Just if you like it, you like it. I'm not going to shame you for that. Maybe I'm going to judge you, but I'm not going to shame you for that. See? (laughs) But yeah. I might as well be wrapping up the podcast. Just ending the episode right here because I think I talked about plenty of nonsense. It's been a fairly uneventful week for me. But as always, I had a blast recording this and I hope you at least enjoyed listening to it, listening to all my rambles. Sometimes I can be a bit incohesive, just all over the place, but I still hope you enjoy it. So if you're watching on YouTube, leave a like, comment if you want to interact with me in some way and subscribe both on YouTube and on Spotify or wherever you're listening to the podcast <laughs> i hope Snaple becomes a staple in your routine and i really hope to see you tune back in next week bye